everyone, and welcome to the Win Today podcast, an inspirational and performance-focused podcast that will inspire you to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. You will learn from some of the most intentional, disciplined, and heartwarming people on the globe, people who will propel you forward and give you tools to succeed in any situation. My name is Ryan Cass, and I am your host. It is my purpose in this world to inspire people to establish a foundation for sustained success and chart a desirable course for life. Thank you so much for tuning in. In order to help us grow, I believe the best gift is to give back. And if what you hear resonates with you and helps push you forward in life, then please help us grow and reach more people by subscribing to the podcast, sharing it, and if you feel led, clicking one of those buttons that has five stars and writing a review. Thank you so much. Let's connect with our guest. What creates a successful day? What creates a successful week? How is it that so many people may seem to have this magic formula that has been crafted and you wonder at the end of a week, how did person XYZ get so many things done or feel so satisfied or seem like they're so much further ahead than I am? What's the secret sauce? I'm obsessed with the topic of human performance and optimizing performance. What can we do to set ourselves up for the highest level of success, success being relative to how you view it and how you define it? And what are the tips and tricks and trials and tribulations and methods and best practices that so many have encountered and incorporated into their routines? What is it? What I continue to fall back on as I study these people, interact with them, have them on the podcast, read all of the personal development books, is it comes down to a few simple things, executing on a few simple things every day and every week that ultimately lead to creating that amazing week, that amazing day time and time and time again, not by doing something new each week, but by being extremely consistent on a few things that matter the most to you that you know and believe will ultimately create that feeling of success. And I'm bringing this one back because I've found myself having a lot of conversations this week about performance and how do we optimize performance? What really separates the good from the great? And ultimately, it's that the great continue to show up, good and great. The good is doing the same thing as the great person or the great leader, the great player. It's just that the great player is continuing to do that thing week in, week out. They're not skipping Thursday and justifying it and then coming back on the train on Sunday. 
you keep going. And I've found that there are five things that I know if I do these and when I do these each week that I'm ultimately setting myself up for success. Will obstacles still get in the way? Absolutely. Will unexpected things occur? Absolutely. But having the system in place is ultimately what helps fail-proof against most obstacles. Most. Because there are some that ultimately you can't prevent or they will get you slightly off course and you come back. But these are my five things and I wish that you enjoy take some of these away, incorporate them into your routines. This is based off of countless hours of study, reading, research, and interviewing the best of the best. Find out what are your three to five things that you know if you focus on them each week, if you execute on them each week, that you will set yourself up for success. The last thing is that A great day to win today and to win the week, starting with the day first. Winning today started yesterday. Winning the week started on Sunday. Think ahead, look ahead, plan ahead, and then execute. And it helps eliminate all the guesswork you're going to have during the week. Find those things. Let me know what those things are. Five things that you can do each week to set yourself up for success. The first one being do hard things. As I mentioned at wrestling practice, I remembered how strenuous the sport is and how much goes into the day to day just to have your six minute dance, or in many cases, longer than six minute dance with another opponent. And do hard things. I say this because by putting yourself through something difficult, whether it be a wrestling practice, a marathon, an ultra marathon, whatever it's difficult that's relative to you, it gets you ready for so many things that life will throw at you. It's because of the sport of wrestling that I was able to overcome a lot of the issues that were occurring in my household at a young age because I learned how to push past the mental demons. That's why I am so passionate about running, especially ultra running now, because it is one of the ultimate tests that you can put on your mind and body. And by doing those things, by signing up for the hundred mile races, competing for the hundred miler, running the Boston Marathon, qualifying for the Boston Marathon. All of those things have so much more than just a physical benefit, and that is why I continue to do them. So I challenge you, do something hard each week. I know you might have a rest day, so that's why I'm not saying every day, but do something hard relative to you every single week because the benefits are far greater than what you'll experience just from a physical standpoint. Number two, monitor your dialogue, and that's both internally and externally. I'm talking about your self-talk and what you put out in the world to others. With all things, all things in life are created through language. So be mindful of the language that you are creating around anything, especially your future. 
the number one thing that I correct people on more than anything is to eliminate the word try from your vocabulary. Think about this as you're listening right now. Did you tell yourself that you are going to try to wake up today or that you are going to try to go to work, try to go to school? No, you're going to do those things because when you say you're going to try to do something, you're giving yourself an option to fail. And I hear far more often than not people saying, I'm going to try to get this task done or try to complete this project. Are you going to try to be successful or are you going to choose to be successful? Yes, there may be failures and I don't even like to use the word failures. There will be opportunities because all a failure is, is an opportunity to come back and do it again and to get better. But there will be times where you don't accomplish those goals, but it's never going to be as a, due to a result of not trying or not doing that thing at all. Monitor what you put out there. Don't hope that you're going to accomplish things. Say you're going to accomplish them. You don't have to do anything in this, in this life. You get to do everything in this life. We don't get to choose the conditions, but we get to choose our response. So monitor your dialogue. Catch yourself when you're saying things such as try or have to, need to, and replace that with more powerful and useful language. You'll find yourself becoming more confident and taking more action on those things that you really want to accomplish. Number three, help one person. I believe that the best gift is to give back and to make this world a better place. Start by helping one person because you never know what that one person is going through and you never know what that one person may do. That one person may help five people. Those five people may help another 20. Next thing you know, thousands of people have been helped as a result of you being intentional to help one person in this world. I love the speech by Admiral William McRaven, who many of y'all have likely heard this speech where it says, if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. As he goes down that speech where he's sharing messages lessons rather. He talks about how the decision of one person can impact generations. And thinking about that, you wonder, how does one person really impact generations? And in the speech, he mentioned that a platoon commander is driving his team into enemy territory and notices something in the road and decides to turn right instead of left down the path. If they go left, they go over an IED, which is basically a bomb that's implanted in the road, and several people die. By turning right, that platoon leader has allowed his troops to live another day and have the opportunity to go home to their families meaning that these kids can still have their parents and their parents still have the opportunity to make an impact on them. And now their kids, kids, and so forth, get the opportunity to help one person and change the world. So help one person. If you see someone that is struggling at the grocery store, carry their cart out, carry their bags out for them. If you see someone struggling in 
school, academically, offer to support them. If you have a teammate that is having a difficult time mastering a certain skill, spend time with him or her after practice. Help one person. You never know what the impact will be. The next thing, and the one that if you know me, you probably would have thought I would have said first, but I moved it down the list. Write your goals down. Write your goals down and have a plan of attack for every day. Before I leave the office, the last thing I do is I print my calendar for the next day and I write down the three things that I want to accomplish at work the next day. What that does is it eliminates any guesswork for that next day. So I never come into work wondering, oh man, what am I going to accomplish today? Because I already took care of it the day before. In my personal life and as a part of Champion Tribe, each of us put our top three items that we're going to accomplish that day before the day gets rolling. So I finish my workout very early in the morning and then I engage with members in Champion Tribe and ensure that we're posting our top three items and that people are following up on their three items from the day before making sure that nothing is lingering. So write your goals down and form an accountability system. Make sure people know that writing your goals down is important to you and that they're asking you about your goals. When you write your goals down just by writing something down, you're 42% more likely to accomplish it. In addition to that, when you share it with a group of people, your odds increase to roughly 70%. One thing that really stood out to me after wrestling practice is one of the wrestlers stayed after the two days that I was there. He stayed after and I noticed that he had a notebook after practice on Saturday and he was writing down in the in the notebook state champ, state champ, state champ, state champ, line by line by line by line. And I can tell that this is something that he does every day. And it really impressed me. I didn't say anything, but I looked at it and just smiled because I understand what I understood what he was doing, wanted to give him his space. But it was beautiful because when you write down what you want to accomplish and you look at it every day, you're putting it into your mind that you can accomplish that thing and you believe it on the inside and outside that you're going to get that thing done. Sometimes these things that we believe are scary in life. Once you put it on paper and write it down as if it's already happened or that it's going to happen, there's a lot of power in that. I remember when I was getting ready to qualify for the Boston Marathon, the weeks leading up to it, I wrote in my journal, I qualified for the Boston Marathon on such and such date. And I did that after all of my runs and before I went to bed. And then the day of the race, I wrote, I qualified for the Boston Marathon today three times before I actually went out and and ran the race or ran out and danced under the lights, as Muhammad Ali would say. And by doing that, I'm implanting in my mind that I can do that thing. I am capable and I'm going to get it done. So write your goals down. Number five is learn. Constantly learn. If you're tuning into this podcast, if you're listening right now, you've made an intentional decision to learn and grow. And I applaud you. The best of the best 
there's a stat out there that CEOs often read roughly 60 books per year. And CEOs with how much time they have, and I say that sarcastically, with how little time they really have, they're still finding time to read 60 books a year. It's because learning is something that is important to them and learning is a priority to them, not only for themselves, but so they can serve others more effectively, so they can be the best leaders for their team. Learn, learn, learn. I'm reading the book Tools of Titans right now by Tim Ferriss, and basically it provides a blueprint for several billionaires across the globe. And Tim asks them, what are your morning routines? What are your evening routines? What do you do? What do you recommend to people to be successful? And almost all of them, I could say all the things that they're sharing, but almost all of them are telling people, spend time investing in yourself, reading books, writing down what you want. They're basically repeating a lot of what I'm saying. So if you don't believe me, then look at the, look at the billionaires and they're going to tell you pretty much the same thing. So that's what's on my heart this week, folks five things that you can do on a weekly basis to set yourself up for long-term success and maintain that foundation for sustained success. Thanks so much for tuning in and win today.